welcome to season four of the Manic Podcast. My name is Liam, and sitting opposite me through the powers of the internet still, it's Tobias. Season four, baby! Season four is here, let's have a party. Uh, you know what? Season four is when Star Trek normally gets good. Yeah. Except for the very first series. The original series got axed after series three, so we never got a chance to get good. <laughs> but Deep Space Nine, put the Klingons in. Voyager brought in the Borg. And we are bringing in more of us. More of us. More of which us. is what people want. Uh, well, they haven't got a choice, really. Let them eat cake. We are the cake. <laughs> uh, I was going to say what kind of cake I was, and then I went, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm just a nice, simple Victoria sponge. I'm a nice Swiss roll. Actually, that's a lie. Ginger cake. You are you're <laughs> ginger cake. Yeah, you are ginger I feel cake. like you're like a nice, tasteful coffee cake. Uh, am I? I don't know. You're like, te- a coffee cake is like, I mean, <laughs> this doesn't help. I could take or leave a coffee cake and I don't like coffee. <laughs> so probably more than me, actually. But I was, so I realised that goes against it. But I was going to say, coffee cake is, I kind of consider quite mature. People are like, it's refined. It's not, you it's know, not one for the idiot youngsters. The idiot youngsters. Right, so you think I'm coffee cake. So I'm, I'm your best friend. Yeah. And you think that I'm coffee cake, something you could take or leave. No, so what that, was, saying, that wasn't related so to So now, you. right, <laughs> you're not ginger cake, cake. You're, ca- you're carrot cake. If it I helps. hate carrot cake. I hate, I carrot, hate cake. carrot cake. I also hate carrot cake, which is fine because sometimes I'm not a fan of myself. <laughs> so I think carrot cake is perfect. <laughs> oh, Brilliant four. start to season Yay. four. And I think it's a good time to, to joke about me because it's my birthday. Happy birthday to ya. There you go, that's all you're going to get. This is technically your birthday special. It is, it is. Because this episode is coming out on the birthday. If if you get it done in time. It will be definitely done in time. It may have been your birthday yesterday. (laughs) As this is going live, I edited this yesterday. Oh, is that right? Okay. That's my plan. Yeah. (laughs) Which is funny because live... I'm I'm editing this yesterday, but now I'm recording. I'm editing this tomorrow, (laughs) and all of that could go horribly wrong. Yeah, I might end up reversing it, and then everything's wrong. That yeah, that would be about right, really. (laughs) Yes. All right. So obviously, this is your birthday. Yeah. So in honor of ye, this whole the theme of this first episode, yeah, is what great things came from the year. 1989. Just me. End of podcast. Yay! And we're done. Bye. That was easy. These normally take so long to record. Oh, we better do something for the patrons, I guess. Probably should, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so 1989 is our theme. Uh, we're going to look at movies, TV shows, other things, maybe. A little bit of uh, this, a little bit of that, but all from 1989. Yeah, good year. Um, so are we just, are we cracking on? Are we starting yeah, with something? Think, yeah, we'll do we'll kind of... Okay, so if you are listening to it on its day of release and you are actually listening to it on Liam's birthday, which it, just in case it isn't the day you're listening to it, that's the 15th of September. Yes, and I was going to point out that uh, if you are, you might want to listen to get into the mood. What was the number one single in the UK? At the time of your birth. I actually don't know. I didn't look up music. It was Ride on Time by Black Box. Ride on Time. Exactly. That now, one. 
I'm glad that you did a little bit of Siggy bit because also, if you're one of our American listeners, for you it would have been the number one Don't Want to Lose You by Gloria Estefan. Uh, which I can't picture the song. Oh, it's a shame. Can you? No, I don't know it. Right, I hope, then. but you know but, music. I don't know music. Yeah. I know Ride on Time. That's a classic. Oh, yeah. But that was, so that was number one when you were born. Nice. Yeah, your and parents have been riding was, I like to think it was glaring in, 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 in the delivery suite. Yeah. <laughs> right it's on, the sole uh... reason that I'm as flamboyant as I am. <laughs> yeah. I think it's accurate. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. well, that's a nice pleasant, pleasant surprise. I didn't look at music. I looked at films and TVs and a little bit of other stuff. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, a little bit of that. I was going to say, because I did look up a few things. Right. Um, like, but I don't know why. One of them... Why did I look it up? Because it was just like, who was the uh, UK Prime Minister? Do you know? Because I know. No. It's Margaret Thatcher. But then it was for me as well. Oh, <laughs> we are, our birthdays are quite far apart. Yeah. Like the other ends of the decade. But she, <laughs> she was the Prime Minister for all of it. <laughs> uh, and it's so obviously... Far. No point in looking up. Who was the monarch for when you were born? Because she's basically the queen, right? Yeah, yeah. Because she's been around for forever. <laughs> I realise just saying the queen is actually very technically it's a very vague, vague it's term, queen, right? Because surely it's always just a queen or king. Yeah. So Queen Elizabeth. Who was in charge? II. Queen. Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. Uh, you're a millennial. I can tell you that. No, that that's good because I then checked my birthday because there'd been a bit of debate, and I am I a millennial. I say I, I, th- I thought you were No, I was. Something else said that millennials happened after. What and is I a boomer? Because I don't know what oh, class is as a boomer. Wait, oh, boomer's old. Okay. And I, I, I don't mean me, so no jokes. Like proper. Oh, <laughs> like proper old. There's like generations above me before you get to boomer. Because I'm not a fan of the generation terms. One, because I don't know what most of them are. Like <laughs> Gen Z. When is Gen Z? Oh, I don't know any. No. I honestly, I don't know without looking it up. And that involves turning my phone back on. And I'm just... What is the one after millennial? Is it Gen I, Z? I don't know because I'm. You're going to make me look up now, aren't you? Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is a good. Start. We need to start season four where we're going to continue it by not fully preparing, so having to Google as we go. We have prepared things, just not we this have, bit of the conversation. We have, we have prepared uh, more than we would normally prepare. Generation names. That's what I'm looking at. Generation names. Right. Zoomers. So. Okay, right. So the current, like the the generation now, if you're born between 2013 and two and 2025, you are Generation Alpha. Oh, that's horrible. Now, why have they got the cool name Generation Alpha? Like top top dog. Um, right, 97 to 2012, Generation Z. Okay. Okay. Now, the, what Generation Y? It's from 81 to 96. So that would imply that we're not both the same thing. Because that Generation Y is millennial. Right, but the thing I was looking at, so Generation X is 1965 to 1980. So that's apparently what Generation I X sounds cool. I, it sounds like I'm an X-Man. It but does. Actually, I, I'm, I'm a mutant. Jealous. I'll take it. But right. Oh, actually, no, I was wrong. There isn't anything in between. The one before it is baby, baby boomer generation. Baby. Then above that, from 1925 to 1945, the silent generation. Oh, that is horrible. Uh, okay, this, this is a bit of a push. Who named this one? From 1901 to 1924, the greatest generation. I think I can 
take a guess but, roughly who, who was in charge of that. But there, 19... No, not 19. 1883 to 1900, the Lost Generation. Why is it called the Lost Generation? Is there, like, no proof they existed? I, and that's a short space of time. What's before it? Newly found generation? The oh, Lost, lost generation, generation and the Silent Generation are yeah. really... They I mean, almost sound like really bad horror films. It's... I don't want to read anymore. Honestly, I don't... We, it's we, depressing. We, we might, I tell you what, we might do a mini on just this at some point. <laughs> and we'll be as confused as we are now. We'll read what other people say, because am I a millennial? Am I not? I'm born in 1908. Let me know if I'm a millennial or I'm X. <laughs> but this is about Liam, and he's definitely a millennial. Facts. That's a fact. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, do you have anything to give at this point before we get into anything like big? <laughs> do I have anything to what have I got to offer I feel like, I feel like I'm in a job interview what do you have to <laughs> offer see yourself in five years time <laughs> why do you want this job and money is never an acceptable answer it is a... <laughs> but it's the truth it, it's also not acceptable the job centre made me come to yeah, an interview I have to come here or they don't pay me <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people I know they just pretend they apply it, it just makes life a lot easier so you have to show proof. Uh, depends how strict the person you talk to is. This Some is of the really, people... This is your birthday episode, and we're now talking about the job centre. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually talking about about defrauding the job system, <laughs> which I think is the perfect thing for twenty twenty one. Yeah, actually, <laughs> maybe. Um, I think we should save like the big ones, like movies and TV. Is there, oh, anything, any, is there anything else? Like I've tried to look into games, but obviously. I didn't look into games because I thought I you might actually did look into games. But to be honest, it was a lot of it was really the generation of the uh, arcade machines. Yeah, yeah. So like you got all of your like Street Fighters. Uh, a lot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games were out on just in the arcade machines. So it was all those classic side-scrolling games, really. So with nothing in particular. No. To be honest, so this is a very chatty thing, and we we don't want to uh, get into the big things yet, do we? No. So shall we go to a segment? I think we should. Now, for season four, we have zhuzhed up some of the old and brought in some of the classics. And the way we've done that is we've brought in our classic segment, which we're going to say for a little bit later on. Basically, we took something, and I believe we've made it potentially more entertaining. What's it called, Liam? Because this is your segment. This is my segment. Our new segment is called... Character Showdown. Right. So, Character Showdown. Imagine in a world gone by where we would have, at one point, pitted people against each other in a fight to the death, yeah? Oh, you mean in a character battle? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) But... um, We've decided to go a little less violent. Because I think, in a more us version, if someone pitted us in a, a fight against each other, realistically, it's not going to be a, a physical fight to the death. It's more likely to be something a little bit more standard and mundane. I remember us having a, a duel, like a gladiator, pugil six duel. Yes. And nothing much happened because I couldn't root you from the spot. You literally have this centre of gravity <laughs> that is unmovable. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, pumping this air... Blow up thing, and it's just like, no, not yep. moving him. Tobias, Very beat unmovable force. Yeah. <laughs> so, character showdown. Basically, we're going to take a character each, which we have drawn in secret. So, yeah, we, we don't know what the other person has yet. 
Then we're going to pull a challenge from my chest of challenges, which I want to put a picture. Ladies and gentlemen, you, yeah, you can't see it at the moment, yeah. but he's actually got a very nice chest. I will. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's my birthday. He's allowed to compliment me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a picture of the chest chal- challenge chest, the chest of challenges. We'll set on the name by the end of the series on Instagram. Inside here is at least 25 random activities. They r- range from incredibly standard and mundane to some a little bit more zhuzhy. Zhuzh. That's so, your word of the episode, isn't it? Zhuzh. I like the, the word zhuzh. Okay. I think that's the perfect word for this season. We're zhuzhing it up. Okay. So, Tobias. Yeah. Who is in your corner? Have I got have we got colours? Or are we I like... think you're the purple corner and I'm the red corner. Well, that's not okay. In the purple corner tonight we have Dr. Robotnik. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the villain, if you're not sure, he is a villain from a computer game. You know the hero, Sonic the Hedgehog. Recently there was a film starring yeah. well Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. True. So I've got you. Because I will say the, the names we put together, we, we came up with a load each. Yes. Mixed yes. them together, separated them. Robotic was the first name I chose. Oh, fair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yours is Dr. Robotnik. Mm. And in the red corner, we have Chewbacca. Okay. <laughs> and now the thing is, the problem we had with the other seasons where we did character battle is in a fight to the death, characters were very often unbalanced. Yeah, like one was clearly too powerful. So this time we thought we'd make the, the challenges a bit more random. So who knows what's going to happen? And the point this time is we need to fight for our people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give the challenge chest a little shake. Shake your chest. I like it when you do that. I think that's called a shimmy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm drawing a challenge. Right. So Chewbacca. Or Dr. Robotnik. Who would be the best ruler of a kingdom? Who would make okay. King, queen, ruler. Benevolent. Benevolent. I can't say benevolent. Benevolent. I said it. <laughs> right. But obviously I'm going to defend my guy here because that's yeah. the point. Yeah. Right. His whole purpose is to conquer the world. That is true. And I will say it just says who would be the best ruler. It doesn't say they have to do it in a good way. It just means who's going to be the best ruler. And I don't think most people call him Speedwalkie. That is true. You know, <laughs> uh, for you listeners who don't know who Chewbacca is, he's a Wookiee from Star Wars. He's a say. big fairy dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I th- well, I think my guy has the whole intelligence. He could build the thing. He could actually take over the world. He has the ability to take over the world and then rule it. And people actually understand the words he says. Now, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> However, I would say that the fact that he can't outsmart a hedgehog is a little bit concerning for someone to rule an entire kingdom. Chewbacca, however, does nothing but self-sacrifice and just selfless act after selfless act. And I think that excuse is Excuse me. Of... Excuse me. Give me an example of a selfless act that Chewbacca has done. There is in the later films, one of the newer ones, he he does. He distracts a load of people. And he's on that ship that they all think he's dead. Spoiler. No, no. He doesn't do that on purpose. No, but he Someone does else blows do up the ship that people think he's on. Exactly. Yeah. You know, of the new films, his best mate died. <laughs> Fact. 
Then the princess died. You know what? And you know what? He Luke died. came back stronger. He was the only one surviving. I think he just looked after himself. But I don't think he did many self-reflects. <laughs> well, I would say, surely, the best skill for a ruler is to just always survive everything and just be there to carry your people through. Yeah, well, he carried C-3PO around a lot, I suppose. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. You know, we understand him. Only other Wookiees. Who's to say that this kingdom doesn't have a load of Wookiees? But you didn't say. I didn't. I didn't. And you know what? As long as the kingdom doesn't have a blue hedgehog, Dr. Robotnik, <laughs> yeah. maybe... I mean, uh, I think of the two of them, Dr. Robotnik is more likely to rule a kingdom. Okay. Because to be honest, I don't think Chewbacca really wants the command. Okay. He's I mean, not even he's, the captain of his own ship. He's a co-pilot. Yeah. But <laughs> what is a co-pilot if not a ready-to-step-in pilot? No, because whenever Han's not there, someone else steps, steps in. Someone else takes the helm. Yeah, I did. understand <laughs> the problem here. It's... Uh, Chewbacca is very much always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> and I think Chewbacca would look lovely in a wedding dress. Just saying. That took a turn. <laughs> hey, it was always going to. No. Now, the thing is, I think the thing we can agree on is both of our contenders would have very different approaches to yeah. ruling. Like Robotnik is going to go more for a dictatorship. Well, absolutely. It's, it's going to be us, a kingdom full of... It's going to be very like post-apocalyptic where robots like cruising the streets and all the residents are terrified to leave their houses. Chewbacca is just going to be chilling, riding through town on the back of a Tauntaun because I think that's a thing in Star Wars. Um, <laughs> you said the wrong star. Hey, thing, come on you? now. Come on now. Um, and I think people will cheer for him. I think if anything, we know he'll be able to throw one hell of a banquet. I'm going to, right. I'm going to still say when has Chewbacca thrown a banquet? <laughs> he I am saying, <laughs> I believe he has the potential to throw an awesome party. Maybe. You uh, can't say he can't. I, I can't say he can't, <laughs> but we've seen no evidence of it. And are, we, are you assuming that your version of Robotnik is the Jim Carrey version? Or you uh, think just, because just... in my mind, they're all a version, like a multiverse version. Well, okay. I mean, you yeah. can call him, like, Eggman if you want, but he doesn't like it. Well, that's the I thing think is, that, I think that's offensive. actually, in, in canon, Eggman isn't Dr. Robotnik. But they call Egg, him it. Eggman is a clone of Dr. Robotnik. Uh, Tech, if you go by the official canon. Well, so what you're saying is there are many different versions of Dr. Robotnik, but I think we can all agree on is there is one true Chewbacca. One Chewbacca to rule them all. Oh, no. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, now, fine. The wonder of this... Yeah. We, we'll debate this down until we're, we're, is it sick in the teeth, blue in the teeth? We will masturbate this. <laughs> <laughs> until the cows come home. They, yeah, they don't like that. They're not a fan. <laughs> we have to stop them. <laughs> the key element here is we'll debate it, we'll masturbate it. But mm -hmm. you lovely listeners, get to have the final say. Yeah, you do. Because oh, we're opening it to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll probably make the wrong decision and vote for evil. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, doc, you know, the, the question being, who would be the best ruler? Dr. Robotnik is the obvious answer because he'd actually, out of the two, the only one be to be Sounds a ruler. Like such a politician. Uh, Dr. Robotnik is the obvious answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
the question you have to ask yourself is, do you want a political agenda that is full of hairballs well, or he's, high technology advancements? Well, the thing is, he's already got a second home and he's building the pool now and he needs a tax of money. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to hand this over to you, our audience of match referees, Yay. to decide the first character showdown. Whoop, whoop. I don't have an outro because... Outros are for losers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Back Woo. to 1989, we back go. To way, and way back. I think we'll look at the TV shows. Okay. I think for this one. Um, right, I tell you what. Yeah. My favorite. I've got a list. I've only got. I've not. I've got a massive list. I've I only got six li- items, and one I've of them list- I'm not a fan of. I've just did seven. One surprised me. One outrightly surprised me. Okay. That was the fact that 1989 was the year that the Beetlejuice cartoon started. I didn't write that one down, but I did see it. And I was like, wow. Okay, that surprised me. What I do like, though, is that you were born the year The Simpsons started. That was one I knew before I looked into it. That's, I mean, that's just good because, obviously, you old. <laughs> uh, uh, that's how wow. long this has been going yeah, on. I may be old, but you're a you're a coffee cake. <laughs> you what you're going to call me? Uh, it's my birthday. Um, I'll call I, you a coffee cake if I want to. Um, uh, something actually recently. Um, I was trying to introduce this show uh, to my girlfriend's children. Uh, and it's Chippendale Rescue Rangers started in 1918. Sorry, but you said it wrong. Rescue Rangers. They are. I don't know how they're going to do this. But they're making a live action version of that now. <laughs> oh. Cool. But I used to love Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, classic. Uh, so that started in 1989. Really? Save to Buy the Bell started in 1989. Yeah, I saw that and I was surprised. I thought that was like early 90s. Um, yeah, but also, now this is not one, I've never seen this, but it's something that we've talked about. People who tell me that I should watch anime tell me that I should have seen this. I didn't realise Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. 1989. Well, I didn't know it came out in 1989 until I looked into it. But it makes sense because it's not the original series. Oh. It's a Dragon Ball first. Yeah. Um, oh, that so, makes sense. So it kind of fits. Dragon Ball Z was the thing I started watching. It was the thing that got me into anime. Well, actually, what's interesting about it is I'm surprised I didn't watch it because at the time, uh, you were being born. You were yeah, busy with that. You were yeah. busy with that. I, I was not about Dragon Balls. I was. I was nine, so I was probably the right age. Oh, a hundred percent. But yeah. I know I did it, it. The whole Dragon Ball Z took completely bypass me. I mean, uh, it, it doesn't surprise me when I think into it because it, it time wise, it does make sense, really. The amount of series there's been. Yeah. Uh, one thing, I don't know if you've ever actually seen this or not. Maid Marian and Her Merry Men. I've heard of it, not seen it. Uh, basically, everyone knows like the legend of Robin Hood. This kind of twisted it that actually Robin was a bit of an idiot, bit of a joke and wimp. And it was actually Maid Marian who led all the Merry Men. Uh, it had uh, Baldrick, I can't think, Tony Robinson. He was the Sheriff of Nottingham. It's quite classic. Baldrick as soon as I advice. As I saw it, I was just like, oh, I've got to write that down. But probably for my list, I don't know about your list. I don't know what I've covered from your list. Right. 
Um, I think the most geeky thing on the list that started in 1989 was Quantum Leap. Yeah, that makes sense. I haven't written it down, but again, I saw it. I've kind of only written things down that I'm familiar with. Yeah, well, actually, I never... It makes no sense, because I've never seen it, why I wrote Seinfeld down. (laughs) Yeah, again, I didn't write certain things down, because I'm like, that's not really anything for us. It's not geeky, and it's not me, but Mm. I was like, I was surprised Seinfeld was 89. I thought it was going to be earlier than that. Yeah, it feels like it probably should be, really. But from from that point of view, Seinfeld was an adult show. Yeah. And you were being born and I was only nine. So for us, it would still be. Yeah, I mean, you oh. you have basically listed everything else except for one. You've listed Simpsons. I just said Seinfeld. So by the bell, Dragon Ball Z and Blackout goes fourth. The only one I don't think you said that I've got written down is Baywatch. No, that's because it's not Baywatch, I don't think. Is it the classic Baywatch? That's what the, that's what right. the old now, Google said to me. Now, I tell you what, because there's a reason why I didn't say it, but this makes it complete sense now, because I questioned it at the time. And I should oh, have looked I didn't into, look into it. I just saw it on the list. I right? should have looked into it further. I'm right. just, right, I'm literally typing in Baywatch, because it said something else on right. the list that I was looking at. Okay. No, you are, you are right. It is Baywatch. And if I'd just seen that it was Baywatch, I would have written it down. But the list I saw said Baywatch Hawaii. Oh, right. Okay. And that's a seek that's like an afterwards. Yeah. And I thought, but in my head, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Because I know I was watching Baywatch when Gladiators was on, which was like 92. Yeah. So it didn't really make sense. But no, hey, Bay- I love Baywatch. Bouncing boobs on, on the beach. It's, Bouncing it's... boobs on the beach. I mean, this sounds like now it's my birthday episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting because out of all the things we've, we've listed, yeah. There may be different like iterations of some of these, but yeah. Simpsons is still running. I would say that's the uh, the I've, only thing on that list. It's the only thing that's still running in its for the same in, form. Yeah, yeah, because the Simpsons like Dragon Ball is Dragon Ball has different versions. There's Dragon Ball Super that's out now. That's yeah. its latest thing. Blackadder I know is dumb, but it's the kind of thing that you never know they might really bring back the way things are going at the moment. Baywatch, we've had different, multiple different versions and things of. It's like Power Rangers, but in the sea. That's yeah. how my mind pictures it. Um, and I know Seinfeld is, is long gone, but we've got things like Frasier, which is the same kind of... And it's coming back, actually. I don't yeah. think it's all... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, Simpsons is still running. So I can go, hmm, how old am I? Well, how old is The Simpsons? Well, that may... Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. No, I was just going to say, so Bart is what? 40. He's 10. He's 10. Yeah. No, he's, no, he's 10 in it. But that means if it's been going for 32 years, then he was 10 when it started. <laughs> oh, gosh. That guy needs 42. to leave school. He needs to leave school. And Maggie he, really needs or, to he, Or he's doing really badly and someone needs to really question badly. the Springfield education system. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that covers the TV. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. I've not got anything else written down. Those are the big ones. I think Simpsons is the one to, to look at because it is still running, which is crazy. I know, that is. That I is mean, crazy. I, I, I don't mind the Simpsons, but it's not... It's not I haven't watched I watch. it for a very, very long time. If it's on TV, I won't necessarily turn it over. Same here. I can say I ha- haven't watched it s- since the film came out. Actually, I do think that was a bit of a turning point. I I mean, remember even, even then, though, I think I'd kind of panned it off a little bit 
It's just too continuous. I, I don't know if you can have too continuous. No, it is. It is too continuous. I got to a point where, and I, I don't want to insult anyone or the show, actually. I feel like I sort of grew out of The Simpsons. Yeah. I, I started I, watching I, things like Family Guy, which is like almost... Yeah. Uh, My problem with The Simpsons is I, I did used to watch it a lot when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, when the film came out, I was interested when they announced the film. Yeah, but I had yeah. started to kind of taper off by then anyway. But I watch it now, and I think some of the later seasons are trash. Are they really? I, I think the problem is The Simpsons was always the, the right amount of risky. Some of the jokes yeah. were just enough that you went, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. But they were never... Out, like, for example, in the film, there's that scene with the bush where you kind of see... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Penis. But it's not. It's a really badly drawn, just like, dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that was, like, cheeky, because that was really the first really on-the-nose thing they'd done. Yes, yeah. But, no, it's constant. It's almost like they're trying to be a family-friendly version of Family Guy without, oh, the, right. cutaway, without the cutaways. Yeah, I, I find they're relying on crude humour far too much now. I honestly, I haven't sat down and watched an Funnily episode enough, in such a long time. Yeah. Before Amanda got home from work this evening, I was watching an episode of the YouTube show Um Actually, which is where they make a statement and then their contestants have to correct it. Okay. And it's about geeky things. But this was a Simpsons special. Right. And they did an episode where it was basically a clip show of all the best moments from the last like, 10 years oh, this is and this was a while back yeah but in it they also did a quick segment where they looked forward at some of the potential storylines they could do and it was a joke like mm. one of them was marge turns into a robot mo gets a cell phone and yeah. selma marries uncle uh, granddad okay but then they all happened oh really <laughs> they ended up doing them and the thing that they said on the show was when you've been running for 30 years, there comes a point where you kind of go, we need more stories. Yeah, and then the like, absurd sort of like becomes what yeah, we've got to do. Yeah, because there's 25 episodes a season. Yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot. And they, I mean, I know they're half an hour, but yeah, I think the fact it's still running is a merit to them. But yes. at what point, you know what? It's the Batman thing of, it's, you know, you can, what is it? You live to see yourself become the villain. That's kind of what they're doing. I don't know, but it's like... If suddenly they announce, right, um, they're now finishing The Simpsons, yeah. I'm sure there'll be like an outcry. There'll be that, but no, The Simpsons has always been on. I just, you know? I think it might be time. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, but I can't say because I, I would still, if someone said, do you like The Simpsons? I'd go, yes. Oh, because... I'm at that point now where I, I would say I used to, but not anymore. My thing is, I just don't. I'm a, I'm a, a lapsed Simpsons fan. Oh no, that, that's that's what it is. It's just like I'm sure if you if you put it on the TV, I'd be yeah. happy to watch it. But I choose to watch other things. That's that's yeah. just what it is. Uh, but yeah, so Simpsons from 1989, the longest running thing seems to be The Simpsons and you. So uh... <laughs> two most important things in the entertainment world: <laughs> Simpsons um, and me. And then by default, you, because you're part of the Manic Podcast. Yes. You were I here before me. We, we have talked a lot about The Simpsons. We need to call this worst episode ever. Worst <laughs> episode ever. Yeah. Uh, should we go to a segment? Oh, I think we should. But I think that oh. segment should not be for the ears of any mere mortal. Oh, not the paupers. No, no, no. 
Yeah. That's <laughs> and if you're not sure what we're talking about, we're talking about Patreon. Patreon exclusive. Patreon yes. is the best way for you to get a little bit more from your manic experience. Actually, a little bit more on top of a little more. We've got extra more oh, yeah. exclusive stuff. So what's better than more? More, more. More, more. Extra, extra. <laughs> extra, extra. Read all about it. Yeah. Or pay the, pay the one pound a month and listen to it. <laughs> yes. For a minimum of one pound, some uh, very lucky people are about to get two segments in one. Two segments two just to them. grand new segments. Never yeah. heard before. No, we're not repeating stuff. This Well, we are repeating stuff, but not the segments. In the patron, you'll get the pay Everything's the new. Just pay the pounds. That's pay a joke. Pounds. still here. Pay the pound. <laughs> pay the pound. So that's our new slogan. Pay the pound. <laughs> pay the pound. And then someone's going, I think you'll find it's uh, one pound twenty. So we are going to go to the wonderful world of Patreon in three, two, five. One. Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Emily. And we're the hosts of A Dark Cup of History, a spin-off series to our regular podcast, A Nice Cup of History, where we dive headfirst into the weird and paranormal aspects of the world we all live in. If you want to know your woman in red from your woman in white, or precautions to take against demonic dolls, and just where to go to find Black Shuck on a moonlit night, why not give us a listen? Together we talk about the dark, creepy, and downright terrifying parts of our history and folklore as well as what you should do if you ever encounter any of them. Interested? Come and find us in Buzzsprout, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you'll get your podcasts. So turn on the lights, grab a blanket and some rock salt, and, and let's, let's get, get dark. dark. Oh, I'll tell you what. Oh my gosh. New season, and now the badger has a cape. Uh, with like little kind of gold studs. Yeah. He's getting fancy. I mean, the way he kind of revealed himself in a non-creepy way. <laughs> and then he had way. that cane as well. I oh. know. Uh, I actually think he's turning bad. I, I think that's the way it's he's going. He's clearly going that way, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's going to definitely slaughter a bunch of younglings soon. Oh, not the younglings. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Cool. 1989. The year yes. of Liam's birth. The year that uh, I came to be. Yeah. Some people were happy about that. <laughs> Some people were. Yeah. The staff in the hospital I was in weren't a part of that group. Oh, lovely. Were you a terror right from the off? Oh, I was a nightmare from day one. Yeah. Cool. I was that much of a nightmare. They knew it. They slapped my mum when I came out. <laughs> but a Classic joke. Classic let's, joke. Let's talk movies. Yes, let's do that. Movies of 1989. Now, for me... 1989 was uh, an impressive year. It, it, was a, it, my, it was a big year for me as well. It was. <laughs> it brought it brought my best friend into the world. It also brought in Batman and the Little Mermaid. Liam, <laughs> Batman and the Little Mermaid. All you need in life to get you by. 1989, a vintage year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a nice vintage. It's got a lovely yeah. bouquet to it. Fruity, very fruity. Fruity. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, big films. And obviously the one with uh, the Tim Burton film with Michael Keaton, Jack yeah. Nicholson as the Joker. Very iconic. Very iconic. I mean, uh, there's a handful of big, big films. I, I've written a few down. I don't again. I don't know if you've written the same ones or different ones or. 
I have uh, 14 names written down. Some of them are big, some of them are a bit more abstract, but you'll have heard of them all. Yeah, I mean, you've you've written more down than I have. Uh, so I'm just going to randomly choose one because yeah. I watched it yesterday. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, that's one that shocked me. I didn't realise it was there. Uh, I tell you what, I I watched the trilogy yesterday. Right. Um, that was a mistake because 1989 for The Excellent Adventure, 91, I think, for uh, Bogus Journey, and then 2020, <laughs> oh, I'm like, Keanu Reeves, I understand why he's always got a beard because he's clean shaven for this and he looks, oh. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I knew Alex Winter didn't look good, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, hang on. Keanu Reeves, like, current. He's still like heartthrob oh, status. He's doing stuff. What, is he, what's happened? Is he still heartthrob status? I think a lot of people fancy John Wick. Fair enough. I've only seen the first yeah, one. I mean, John Wick should be feared. Yeah, that is but, the point. Um, no, it was it was painful for a few reasons. <laughs> but <laughs> the the aging, watching the young to the old so abruptly. Yeah. Was like, Actually, oh. I thought the one you were going to mention was yeah. Star Trek Five. I wasn't because it was. I, honestly, I didn't see it on the list. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I only know wrote it down because you're like Star Trek. I yeah. I mean, hang on. I now feel the need to just look because I couldn't have told you that was that year. What year is this? It's eighty-nine. According, to, this is from uh, the IMDb. List. I mean, you're probably right. You were right about Baywatch. I will say, I the, this list they're all from IMDb, but I did find one which was technically 1990 no no you're you're right star trek 5 the final frontier which by the way is unfortunate because it is one of the worst star trek films oh, is it? That's not good. <laughs> yeah it's got like that's... a tagline that everyone knows well it's the one that right so Leonard nimoy yeah. who plays spock had directed two films so he... right. spoilers by the way uh spock dies in the second film but then they really wanted Spock back. And to get Leonard Nimoy back, they gave him the director's chair. Yeah. So he directed three and four. But then Ego comes in and William Shatner's like, well, I'm going to direct a film. And my film, they're going to find God. <laughs> and that's Star, that's Star Trek V. I will say it's not the worst film. It gets a bad rep as one of the worst ones. And it is one of the worst ones, especially from the, the original crew. Um, but it also has a few very nice points in it. I quite like the idea of a starship finding God. There, I will say, if you haven't seen it, it's not God. But it's an alien pretending to be a God. In fact, there's there's a quite a good line in there when they realise, and it's Kirk's like, because he's being like, you need to give me your, your starship. And it's like, what would God need with a starship? And then they realise it's an alien who's trapped. So it's just like... But no, so I didn't put it into the list. I did, however, put Ghostbusters 2, the bit with the, the haunted painting. Is that the second one? That's the second one, yeah. One and the, the Statue of Liberty. It's the one I always remember because it's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. Because you've got the angry slime. You have got the angry slime. Angry slime. Uh, again, we got a new Ghostbusters 3. It's not called, it's called Afterlife. That's yep. coming out in the not too distant future so that franchise is being resurrected um next one on my list or are we going to go for one from your list um well i'll take one because you said ghostbusters 2 but we've also got yeah. back to the future 2 that was on my list 
I'll be, obviously, we're a geek podcast. Back yeah, to the Future. Back to the Future's perfect. Loves, loves me. I always say that Back to the Future Part 2 is my favourite of the trilogy, but actually, yeah. when I rewatched them, no, it's the first one. I really do like the I first one. the first one, because it's a bit more simple and basic. Yeah. It's got its story. The second one does the thing where it's kind of crossing itself. But I kind of like that element. That is why I like it. It goes into the future. I'm always about going to the future. But then it goes back to the events of the first film. Yeah. In the past. Which is clever. It is clever. And I do like that element. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. Uh, I fully get that. I mean, they are good films. I, I, I'm definitely not as big a fan, but I do like them. Yes. Um, the third one is the one I remember the least of, actually. It's the one I haven't seen for the longest. It's funny. It's the only one I saw at the cinema. Oh, really? Yeah. We were late. That's what I remember. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it surprised me because my mind would have guessed if someone just asked me that the first one was around this time, but it must have been what, like eighty six, eighty seven? Ah, you know what? I will. I will just. I would just check. So I'm pretty sure these films were like every couple of years, weren't they? Well, I know the second and third were shot back to back, Hmm. Uh, but the first one obviously would have been. I've written it wrong. Back to the future. Uh, it's born 1985. Okay. So, yeah. Four, so four years. And then this would have been a year for. Them. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, cool. Uh, many times have they talked about making a new one of those. It makes. Uh, I mean, yeah. But the thing is, the cast are getting on now. Well, I remember, I don't know if this was the intention of such, but when Buffy was a big thing. Yeah. They were talking about Sarah Michelle Gellar being the daughter of Marty McFly. Oh, well, having it like the next generation. Yeah, like the next generation of it. What, uh, would she meet up with the, the grandson of, of, of Doc Brown? How's that I reckon that? they probably would have carried on with Doc Brown, <laughs> I think. Yeah, they could have. Um, he's still yeah. doing stuff. I mean, he's just literally stepped into a live version of Rick uh, Morty, isn't he? Yeah, I know. I saw, I did see that. Yeah. Um, I've met him. I know. Yeah. I met Christopher Lloyd. He grunted at me. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, it was like literally. I went up to him, went, "Pleased to meet you," and he was like, Ugh. Ugh. "That's, that's what, what I got from him." That's what you want. Yeah, that's that's, the that's perfect. Uh, right, so we don't really discuss it that much on the podcast because I don't think it's something that we, well, we don't. We have touched on it, but I thought I'd point out the Bond of the time because the Bond came out that year and it was licensed to kill, so it was yeah. a Timothy Dalton one. Yeah. Uh, he only did two, so you you were lucky to get one of them. <laughs> no, that's fair. I've also got here that uh, Indiana Jones: Last Crusade came out. Yeah, that surprised me that it was the last one. Like, yeah. So, because they're a, such a classic set of films, like the original ones. The original ones, I've not seen the fourth one still, and they're making a fifth one now. Is it Crystal Skull? Is that right? Yeah, I've never seen. I know there's aliens involved. That's. Oh, I, yeah, oh it, it gets very weird. <laughs> no, I need to see it. I, I do want to see I saw it. it in I the cinema. Did you really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think that shows our age difference. That's the one I saw at the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, I think it must be the only one in these, of these series that I saw in the cinema. I don't count Batman because of how many different versions there are. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, you said Little Mermaid. The, the one, one of the other ones I've written on. Written, <laughs> My birthday, I'll get tongue-tied if I want to. Um, yeah. One of the other ones I have written on this this isn't necessarily a geeky film. In fact, it's not a geeky film. But it is, it's got its own kind of cult following. Yeah, and I only saw it for the first time within the last couple of months. And it's Roadhouse. 
Oh, and that's not what I ignored that one. Uh, and I've only put it down because I, I had never seen it, and then I watched it, and actually, I really like the film. Fair enough. I will. I intend Patrick to get it. No, I thought you were going to say something else because again, it's got a massive cult following, but it's I, it's not geeky in the same way as we. When watched. Harry met Sally. No, Turner I was going to Hooch. The Karate Kid. I didn't write it down. <laughs> wax on, wax off. Okay, you know? so I just got through some big ones. <laughs> you did. You just reeled them off as in. But also, I will say, when Harry yeah. met Sally Turner, it's not geeky whatsoever. No, no. Uh, there's one here which it's not geeky at all. But I really like. Look who's talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talking babies. It's all good. Yeah. Um, uh, from, from talking babies to murderers. Friday the thirteenth, eight. Jason takes Manhattan, which makes it sound like he's found fame. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, and yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street Five, Dream Child, which also sounds like it could be Jason's screen name. Uh, honestly, I've got all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and Ask I can honestly it. say I definitely haven't seen Dream Child. I might have seen Takes My Hat because I've seen most of the Friday the Thirteenth films. I haven't. I've seen all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, but the, I've seen like two Friday the Thirteenths. Uh, right, this one's a classic, but not one we're likely to cover. Right, uh, Field of Dreams. Oh, okay. All right. No, Those yeah, I, I know of it. Um, and likewise, not geeky, but the Dead Poets Society. You know what? I was trying to look for a film to watch and I right. looked it up and I could not find it. Um, unless it's on Amazon Prime. Did not try Amazon Prime. I've um, never seen it. Um, I kind of want to, but it's not a happy one, is it? <laughs> no. um, but, right. So the last film I've got on my list. Yeah. Obviously, you've got more on yours, unless you've I mean, realised that them is all my Okay, yeah. I've only got one that we haven't mentioned, unless okay. you did, and I didn't hear. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, I did write it down, unless I have didn't write it down. I meant to, because actually, I really like that film. Yeah, and that that's a that's a classic one. That that's geeky and sci-fi. Yeah. So. And it's, it's got a title that sounds less violent than the sequel, Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's, is that the second one or the third one? There's so many. Uh, the second one's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids again, I think. Yeah. Because cool. um, that was when they didn't put much effort into titles. <laughs> they were just like, let's just have the word again. Let's just have the word uh, again. Well, I, no, I, like, I like um, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. I think it's it, back then it was a really clever concept. Yes. Now it's massively overdone. But I will say the Disneyland Paris ride for it, so good. Really? Well, yeah, because they had... It was one of the, it was one of the first, like... Um, 4d theater things yeah so like you the idea was you went into the ride and you sat down on the in like a cinema which was all kitted out but when the show started it was uh just like a screen mm. you were in the audience of a live show hosted by uh rick Moranis, Moranis. Moranis. um who was doing experiment but it was called it was called honey i shrunk the audience and the idea is you get shrunk and then like the dog runs along and sneezes on you, you get wet and then like there are mice and you feel it in your feet. Very clever. Um, very dated now. It probably, I imagine it's definitely, in fact, I know it's not there because I think something Star Wars has replaced it. Um, but, but no, I, I really like those films. I loved those films as a kid and they made a TV series out of it as well for a while. I didn't know that, but cool. Uh, do you know on your birthday of the 15th of September what the number one film was? The number one film? Yeah, I can tell you it's not geeky. 
Is it not? No, I can't guess at no, all. I, I was really disappointed. I'm like, okay, because I, I made this list of all these geeky films and yeah. famous films. And then went, right, What's what was actually number one on Liam's birthday? Sea of Love. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It stars Al Pacino, though. That's the only fact. Oh, I know. I looked at oh, it. Wow. I'm already not interested, but I've made a oh, note, so I'm going to share it. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have anything cool like Indiana no. Jones or. But the year was filled with some proper hits. Actually, it was a decent year of films. Really good fair. year, actually. Yeah. I I wasn't sure when we suggested looking into the year how because some years wouldn't be as interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. But there were some really good films that year. I'm kind of interested, like, when we come to my birthday, yeah. we should do 1980 films. Yeah, it's, I mean, 1980 is not that far back that there wouldn't be anything big. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's some... some but I, I reckon yours is going to be a little bit... Yours is going to be the best one, I think. Because uh, you've got yeah, some good films. Yeah, just because it's a bit more modern and yeah. some of these films are in the, like, in the number twos, which means the first ones are going to be midway between you and me. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, quite a decent selection of films there. Yeah, I, as a whole, TV as well, big year. Yeah. Big year. Big year. I mean, like, that does kind of wrap up the old um, 1989 stuff, really. Yeah, so we should probably go to our segment. Cue my boomy voice. It's time for Casting Couch. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are a regular listener to the Manic Podcast, you will know that in our second season, we did our Casting Couch with the X-Men coming into the MCU. In our third season, we cast Lord of the Rings as if being made a film today. Yeah. Well, for season four, we decided... I said that right. In my head, that came out weird. You but... said decided. <laughs> Did I? We okay. decided. We decided it. Right. We decided to offer a few options to our patrons. We say that the patrons help shape the podcast, and they really did, because between them... They chose what we're recasting this season. So this season of the Manic Podcast, we are recasting the Harry Potter adults and villains. I don't know why I said adults and villains. The faculty and villains. That's kind of yeah, all the adults in the Harry Potter land. <laughs> Harry Potter land. That's what I'm calling it now. Harry Potter land. Harry Potter land. Which Not is the children. England. England. <laughs> uh, what? we're saying for the children open casting open casting we can't predict that but we can choose what actors we'd like in iconic roles so down the season there'll be snapes and there'll be umbrages i don't like florals of snapes well there'll only be be one well no actually we bring two options each so we put together four options and then when this podcast goes out to the airways airways whatever uh i then put on the twitter sphere a poll uh and then you lovely listeners get to choose who gets cast as the character of the week and this week we're starting as we mean to go on with albus dumbledore okay the worst headmaster in history Good old Bumblebee. He does we... nothing but endanger <laughs> the children. Right, so far we've had three actors play. Uh, in Fantastic Beasts, we've got currently Jude Law as a younger Dumbledore. Yeah. Personally, I think we uh, miscast there. I would have had Ewan McGregor because I don't see Jude Law going into either of the actors who have played old Dumbledore. We had Richard Harris originally and then for most of the franchise, Michael Gambon. Yeah. 
But as if now we've got a new, maybe it's a TV series rather than a movie. And they are, they are, they are rebels. But Dumbledore, do you want to give us your first option or shall I? Up to you. I will give you my first option. Give us your first option, birthday boy. Dumbledore. Yeah. Okay. So my main option. Yes. Is Jeffrey Rush. Really? Yes. Because the problem is. Didn't want to put in McKenna Ford for this. <laughs> and I was like, no, you, you already have Gandalf. Yeah. Okay. Get back, yeah. you greedy McKellen. Well, actually, you say, but in our recasting, Donald Sutherland is now Gandalf. That is true. But so, the problem uh, with recasting him, we, we have to acknowledge that he has been Gandalf. Yeah. And the thing is, he's Magneto. He's Gandalf. We can't let him be greedy. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> right. So, Jeffrey Rush, probably most famous as Barbosa in the Pirates of the Caribbean films. Jack. Jack. Um, right. So, okay. Did not see is that one bad? That would... Yes, that is definitely the wrong thing of my mind. Just goes to the King's Speech. That is bad. Because yeah. for a geeky podcast, but if it helps, your mind should not be going I've to... seen that film more than I've seen the Pirates films. That That's fair. That We have that a lot at the cinema. Yes, that we did. Lot. That was a lot yes, of shit. Yes, we did. <laughs> and I, I do that speech better than the king did. <laughs> you didn't that start. Is, no, that, you didn't start. That, was a, that <laughs> isn't even a joke. That's the problem. By the end of it, when I started looking at doing drama schools, I was like, I should use the speech. I know it. Yeah. Fair. I didn't. And that's probably why I didn't get in. My first choice for Albus Dumbledore is, I think this one's more of a classic choice. Really. Right. I'm going to go for it. Uh, probably now... Best known as Odin. But uh, Anthony Hopkins, I'm putting him forward as Albus this time. Yeah, no, I like I that. Mean, That's good. Yeah, uh, I think he's got like, he's kind of got a friendly face, but he's also got a dark side. For, I mean, he has played Hannibal Lecter. He definitely has a dark side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, for me, Anthony Hopkins, I thought was a good, good choice. Oh, I can see that, yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing, because we we're looking at, at classic Dumbledore not Origins Dumbledore yeah 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 yeah. not Origins that's what the films are they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're Dumbledore Origins really are they um, <laughs> Potter um, Origins Dumbledore <laughs> where the timeline just won't make sense because, Deadpool, know, Deadpool's X, not really no, Deadpool <laughs> I was going to say X-Men Origins prove that they go so well yeah <laughs> um, no I think that's really good um, for my second option we've already mentioned as a side comment that I don't think Ian McKenna should be allowed to set foot in the audition room for this not because it's not good, but I've chosen someone who is familiar with Ian McKellen. I have chosen Derek Jacobi. Oh, okay. I'm that's... just thinking I can see him as a kindly old man with a big beard. Yeah, no, that's that's interesting because he was someone that I considered. Oh, really? Yeah, no, he was someone that I considered. Because I, I think that is what you've got to think of. You've got to think of, can he do that softness? That, even though that Dumbledore does make some terrible decisions, and I can't emphasise that enough. He is, at the core of it, a very soft-spoken, kind of gentle, kind of, the way he delivers. Yes. He's 82. What, Derek Jacobi? Yeah. I was like, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. No, 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 Derek, Derek Jacobi is, is 82. Yeah. Okay. Now, you have put me in a bit of a quandary. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Did you put Ian McKellen? For Ian it? McKellen's totally my second <laughs> choice. 
hey, you are allowed to. And you know what? You'll probably win. But the thing is, I'm just like, he's had enough cake. Yeah, but he's had enough cake. What else does he need? Well, clearly, Dumbledore. (laughs) Because he was. Why not? Because then he's done. There's there's no no other roles for him. There's no other old people. (laughs) (laughs) He's played the classics. He's then going to go back through his own films and take other roles. Yeah, he'll be a very tall Bilbo. Uh, and then we can edit it together so he's Gandalf and Bilbo in the same film that's weird <laughs> but yeah alright you know what I was do it, do it. drastically looking for someone to check it yeah, but no I had someone went no I, I want I, it I 100% get it and that's why I think I was tempted to use him but I was like I don't know if I can give him everything <laughs> well it's actually now not up to us it's because now us. we've got our four it's now when this podcast is out on Twitter, you will find Jeffrey Rush, Anthony Hopkins, Ian McKellen, and Derek Jacobi as your options, and you get to choose who is cast as Albus Dumbledore in the remake, maybe it's a TV series, maybe it's another film, of Harry Potter. What you could say is that the listeners can now work with their magic. Because it's I... about wizards. <laughs> <laughs> and jokes are always funny when you have to explain yeah, they are. That's not for. Okay. Do you know what? Some strong entries. Yeah, I think so. Good, good selection. Yeah. Cool. So, thank check for... if any of mine have been in it. By the way, that okay? That is something, right? <laughs> the ruling, as you will know from previous years, is that we're not allowed to use actors who have previously been in. Yeah. But we are. Harry Potter is very much a British franchise. And unfortunately, they had almost every British actor in them. I think we're going to have to allow some things to go. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure none of us have been in it. I would say, I mean, I'm probably going to have to check now, aren't I? Because... Ian McKellen's definitely not been in it. Right, hang on. Derek Jacobi's pretty sure not been in it. I am writing each of the actors' names with the word Harry Potter after. If any of them have been in it, I would say maybe Geoffrey Rush. But I'm pretty sure the rest, none of them have. Uh, Geoffrey Rush isn't British. Fact. (laughs) Um, Okay, so no Derek Jacobi has not been In Harry Potter Um, Anthony Hopkins definitely hasn't been And Ian McKellen definitely hasn't been What's funny is Derek Jacobi was in the King's Speech (laughs) Was he? Yeah, I don't know who has But I just saw him (laughs) So we know where you sourced your Dumbledore If it helps Um, King was played by Colin Firth, who, for the record, will be my entry for Bellatrix Lestrange. Oh, interesting. Uh, but no, Jeffrey Rush hasn't, but there are fan pictures of him as Dumbledore. I can see it. I was thinking he's got quite a long face. Okay, we know that Ian McKellen has not been in it. No. Um, I, I'd probably bet money that it, uh, what's his face hasn't either. No, we'd, we'd know. We'd know. Now, I will say, we also don't have an outro for this segment, so. Because as we say here at the Manic Podcast, outros are for losers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But, right, we do have one more segment, really, don't we? We do, because the thing that we've kind of done for this season is we're going to try and theme the episodes a bit more. Yeah, well, every episode is going to have a theme. Yeah. But we don't want you guys to miss out 
on all the gossip and all the news. So we have a segment called... This Week in Geek. Yeah, so basically we're now going to talk about the hot topics. Yeah, This Week in Geek, it's just kind of, it's going to be a mix of genuine current entertainment news and a bit of what we watched lately, what fly flew into my eye there. Lovely. Um, that, that's perhaps news. I'll die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, well, I'm gonna slam dunk the funk and immediately say that the trailer and poster dropped today for an upcoming MCU TV series. <laughs> oh, I'm what? just getting by your choice of words. <laughs> I'm having fun, all right? I'm just gonna dunk the funk. Slam <laughs> dunk the funk. The yeah. thing is, I don't know. How, I was already toying with the idea of calling the episode something like, even though it's about me, I wanted to put in the title somehow that you are a coffee cake and i think the, the one where tobias dunks the funk might be better <laughs> why not anyway yeah so hawkeye the yeah. disney plus series got its trailer today it's set at christmas it looks like yeah, a whole very christmas generally a very festive looking trailer yeah uh quite liked it there was some decent action in there but the main thing i suppose whilst obviously jeremy renner is the lead as Clint Barton, who is Hawkeye, we are introduced to Kate Bishop, a character yeah. that a lot of comic fans have been waiting for. Highly, how do you say her name? Steinfeld? Steinfeld? I'm now confused because we said Seinfeld in this episode, and now that's all I've got, and I know it's not Seinfeld. But Haley, yeah. is she? She's Kate Bishop, uh, and it's very much. I wasn't expecting it to be a Christmassy thing. It's actually a very light-hearted trailer. It looks like it, yeah, but obviously there's a lot of drama because, we, right, this is now a problem because there's going to be something, but I can't say about it, I don't think, because you've not seen Black Widow yet. Basically, we know there's a character coming in. They're not in the trailer. If you've seen Black Widow, you know who I'm talking about. I mean, I have seen Black Widow. You have seen Black Widow. I said I have seen Black Widow. I thought you said I haven't seen Black Widow. Oh, I have seen Black Widow. I saw it a couple of weeks back. Oh, and the credits. The post-credits. Sure I'm pretty sure I've seen the credits. Cool. Then you'll know that Yelena, basically Black Widow 2, yeah. at the end of that film, has been given the photo of Hawkeye, and he's now her target. So yeah. she's going to go and try to kill the person who's responsible for the death of Nat. Oh, yeah, so, so, yeah, so, sure, yeah, I remember that. So that's not addressed in the... No, because Santa Claus is too busy coming to town. Yeah, clearly. But I wonder, will we get will we get another trailer? I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. It would make sense this. to be to a bit closer, because when exactly it's, is it? Uh, I think it said November 24th it starts. It's like six episodes. It's really going to be A bit up. closer, we might get a, yeah. a better trailer, maybe. But of course, what we are watching at the moment is... What if? What if? Yes, I should really watch the zombie episode. You really should. It's got zombies uh, yeah, in it. Yeah, I, I, I keep meaning to. I really haven't been home a lot like, the, last few, the last few days. That's um, where you've been going. That's where you've been going. Uh, right. Yeah, no, I need to watch it. Um, um, yeah. But, I mean, some very decent episodes have come out of What If so far. Yes, it's interesting. Um, I've enjoyed. I enjoyed way more than I thought I was going to. T'Challa becoming Star-Lord because when I saw that T'Challa becoming Star-Lord I kind of went all right so it's just going to be Star-Lord this is going to be T'Challa with the Guardians of the Galaxy how different is it going to really be it was very different uh 
he managed to talk Thanos out of his snapping dream, really, uh, which did lay way for the collector to be a bigger bad than he was which in the makes MCU. Perfect sense. Yes, because even in the actual uh, MCU, he should be a villain now. He should. Well, he's dead now, I think. But is he? I don't. Yeah, I think Thanos is. killed him. He because where the collector was got completely destroyed. True. I reckon he won't be dead. I reckon we'll see him again. Maybe, but well, well, that kind of character. But this is it, right? If you've seen Loki, you'll know that the multiverse is now very much a thing. And very big news dropped in the last few weeks. The multiverse is very much in Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Oh, it's everywhere. Yes, it's everywhere. But we're going to talk about some spoilers. So if you don't like spoilers... Listen to something else for a moment. <laughs> no, don't do that. Just just keep like clicking forward. Just go, no, 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 no. Click the little button which allows you to skip head in like 10 second chunks and then just keep doing that. It doesn't sound spoilery anymore. Oh. Right. So, spoilers. Right. So, we know that in the end of the trailer, we see Doc Ock. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's the Doc Ock from Spider Man 2, the, the Tobey Maguire film. It's, it's the same one. Same actor, made younger to, to look like it. Uh, there's also hints of other characters, a big one being Green Goblin. Uh, we see Doctor Strange doing his spell and all that. Uh, but there's some leaked footage come out recently, like in the last couple of days. Right. Have you seen this leaked footage? Probably not. In fact, in the last couple of days, I definitely haven't. Okay. So there's some photos, but the photos mean nothing. The photos are of Doc Ock, Electro, and Willem Dafoe as as Green Goblin. Yeah. But they could just be, they could be fake, they could be anything. The photos are nothing. The video, however, is like blue screen thing with Andrew Garfield. And he's holding on to like some scaffolding. And he's actually talking to someone else with, uh, you can only see their hand, and it's definitely a Spider-Man outfit. Yeah. And although you, it has no sound, you can easily lip-read what he's saying. And he's saying, so what, you have spider blood? No, no, uh, web blood. You have web blood. So he's clearly talking to Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah. Who's the only one of the three Spider-Man who has web blood. I don't feel like that's a spoiler. It is as if, well, it is because Sony have been taking down that video left, right, and centre. The only reason I don't think it's a spoiler, yes, it's an official confirmation of something, but, but we it's all something think that people have been talking about for months. Oh, it is, but it's finding the proof of it. Yeah, it's yeah, finding yeah. because Sony won't say anything, Marvel won't say anything. Uh, Big Kev well, got annoyed with Alfred have a Molina. Chat with Tom Holland because he loves to talk. Yeah, but he do- you just spill your drink down. You oh, my drink down. Oh, my birthday's getting better and better. <laughs> Although uh, now you're soggy. Okay. But, right, now people think that actually, if it hadn't been for Alfred Molina basically spilling the beans about his de aging makeup and all that, we wouldn't have seen him in the trailer. So the fact that now there are actual shots of Tom, uh, not Tom, uh, Andrew Garfield, people now think that the next trailer we get will literally show them all. As like the big, oh, money shot kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, And it's exciting. I'm still more excited for uh, the whole 
I can't think what it's called, but the Doctor Strange 2 one uh, next year. I have heard another rumour. Well, it's not a rumour, it's a fan theory about um, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, about the final member of the Sinister Six. Before, okay, well, this is interesting because I've seen two theories. I've, you, I, you know I mean? I've, I've heard a load. But right, the so the five, that, the five, so that everyone's on the same page. Yeah. We know that Doc Ock's in it. We know that Electro, and we know that um, Green Goblin. And it's yeah. assumed by things that we've got Lizard and Sandman. Yeah. So who's number six from your? Well, I've heard people thinking that the rumors and things. It confirms something else, which means it would be a big thing if it was. Yeah. That we might get Kingpin. And it, but it might be. Vincent D'Onofrio's version. Right. I hadn't heard that because I've heard rumours that he's going to be in something else. Ah. What I I will say is I can't remember exactly. I saw it via several different TikTok videos, but they did actually put reason behind it, but I can't remember what it was. But it was pretty, it was sound reasoning. I, if it is, great, because I do like the actor. I really like the actor. Uh, And I love that version. For a Spider-Man film, it would be a good idea to bring Kingpin in. Because he's a it, big Spider-Man villain. It would. Now, I've seen two things. One I don't think will happen, although it would be the bigger thing to happen. The other one that I think will be more likely is Vulture. Oh, I was thinking Venom. Oh, well, that was one I was going to. Oh, really? Okay. See, I, I was building. Oh, okay. I, I was, was thinking, building. Oh, would it be Venom? Yeah, no, no, because I'm thinking Vulture we've seen in the first film, and it would make yeah. sense because our Spider-Man has already met him. Yeah. To have him now mix with oh, the others. Well, I assumed he was going to be one of them anyway, because I thought he was one with pretty much confirmed. Well, no, because we've seen no actual evidence of it. True. Uh, but I'd also seen the thing that if they brought in Venom, because that brings in Tom Hardy yeah. and, the, and the Sony kind of universe uh, that they're in. The only thing that make, makes me go, maybe they won't bring in Venom, mm. even though it's its own thing. Yeah, and I don't know how much this would would impact it. Spider Man Two, the game, right? That yeah, has just been announced. Yeah, so and a direct sequel to Spider Man slash Miles Morales as well, which I have. I want to play. I want obviously it. Miles Morales is basically glorified DLC in its own game. That's pretty much what yeah. it is. Right. Um, Spider Man Two, they've confirmed and announced within the last few days that the villain is Venom. Right. He is. The but beast. does that? reveal for the film but it's it's official marvel that's the thing is and, it and canon to the mcu though no 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 definitely not but the but the fact is if it is also if marvel have a thing will they want two conflicting things at the same time if they have a say well something has been said recently now i haven't got the actual quote in front of me and i don't know where the quotes come from yeah but i read it um basically Tom Hardy was asked about how much is his Venom film going to connect to the MCU yeah. at all. And he said, it will be clearer once you've seen No Way Home. Oh, really? Yeah. So Is that because if you do the Sinister Six without Venom, that confirms he's not? I don't know. Because really, he should be one of them. Although, actually, no, he shouldn't be. No, he's I not mean, one of the Sinister Six. He's no, an alien symbiote. He's just a big... I, I would worry if Venom is one of the six, just because it's already slightly worrying how many actors they're going to have in this film. <laughs> and 
that historically, when Spider-Man films have a lot of villains, it doesn't tend to go well for the franchise. No, but the only difference is, but obviously, with the Sinister Six, that is basically it, it's pretty much a single villain added construct do you know what i mean yeah but that is also what sony were heading to when they made the amazing spider-man 2 which was not amazing (laughs) that would be the worst thing we get venom but it's that venom yeah oh that would be a bad and they defeat him by slamming poles in the ground and smacking him again (laughs) uh also actually because i was i've been talking a lot about spider-man to carly and carly said what about mysterio would it be another version of Mysterio, maybe as the other member of the Sinister Six? Um, but I don't know. I think Mysterio being referenced, because obviously Mysterio is the reason that everyone knows his identity. I've so, heard another thing that might support it could be Mysterio, yeah. the idea that he's not dead. And actually, some people are saying, I've heard, again, a couple of different yeah. say that the, the Doctor Strange, one of the Doctor Strangers we saw in the clip was Mysterio in disguise. Oh, Oh, not, okay. That's not the one that did the magic, obviously. Well, uh, you, you, yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, he couldn't. If it, was yeah, that's, that's a good point. But, actually. but there was because there's a whole thing already that it could be a split. But right. the thing right. is, right? If you've been watching What If, then you will have seen the episode where we have a bad Doctor Strange and a good Doctor Strange. Yeah. So it's already president for more than one Doctor Strange, but I don't know if that's just overcomplicating this film. When oh, we've already got a multibus to deal with, with potentially six villains. Well, I think that's pretty much confirmed. And three Spider-Mans. And that's yeah. also not taken into account. We don't know if Emma Stone has signed up or not. True. And if she has, that version of Gwen Stacy died. So if she is in it, could she be Spider-Gwen? Maybe. But then Andrew Garfield's Peter still has to come face to face with the Gwen. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot, and we are so close. It's December. Yeah, not long at all. It's, so it's weird to think that we've still got. I mean, you haven't seen Shang Chi yet, have you? Or have you? No, you haven't. Right. So I've seen that. We should really be talking about that, but you know, um, we've still got Eternals in between. Yeah. There's a lot of Marvel stuff going on, and almost all of it good. <laughs> um. Liam is distracted. Liam's good. I felt something on my foot and I was like, what is it? it was uh, do you have anything Marvel related to say right now? Um, no, not massively. Um, as I said, I saw Black Widow a little while back. Yeah. Liked it. It's fine. I was slightly underwhelmed by it. No, it was honest. all right. It was right. It was nothing special. Uh, I will say, I won't talk about spoilers because I presume you will see it. Shang-Chi, definitely a better film. Uh, well, I would expect it to be because it's not the origin of it. It's not... Well, it is an origin of... Yeah, but it's not yeah. the origin of a character we've already had a ton of. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Because that is the problem. It's like, this character's dead, great, let's now make give them their own film. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Shang-Chi is a good introdu- is a good new character. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Uh, but I won't say much more than that, because I do want to move on to some news that dropped today about a DC project. Okay, cool. Have you seen, right, so Ethan Hawke, if you know Ethan Hawke, uh, is playing the voice of Batman in a new cartoon series. All right. But it's not about Batman. Even though it's got Batman and it's got uh, the first Black Robin, and I cannot, I want to say Duke Thomas, is that his name? 
uh, and it's got a Batgirl. It's not about those characters. The series is called Batwheels. And it's basically personified the Batmobile. He's his own little character now. And you've got the little red speedy racer for Robin and a little bike for Batgirl. And you've got a monster truck and you've got the Batwing. And it's basically cars, but Batmanized. And you've got a little Alfred Butler thing, the little computer that, you know, talks to them. And it's just like the very idea that this is a thing that might exist. Uh, I told Carly she thought it was a brilliant idea and I'm, I'm slightly dying inside going no Carly, you listen to this so you will hear this <laughs> come on <laughs> <sighs> I expect better from you <laughs> <laughs> I mean fair play you're allowed your opinion even if it's wrong yeah. and this bit, like, why, is, why is it a thing I don't know it came out of nowhere and really? it should have stayed in nowhere. <laughs> oh, it should have, should have. So, yeah. you saw Shang-Chi. Um, yes. Anything else interesting and new at all lately that's worth a mention? Um, on Amazon Prime, I watched The Tomorrow War. Okay, any good? I would definitely argue against the time travel element. Okay. As in, I don't agree with it would work how it works. For me, there's something, there's a big glaring mistake in there. I will watch it. As I said to you the other day, I somehow have confused it's got, myself it's, if it was a series. It's, it's got a charm to it. And I would, as, okay, so as a sci-fi fan, as a time travel fan, and if you're a Chris Pratt fan, yeah. you should watch it. Yeah. But if you think about it too much. Oh, okay, it messes. Well, yeah, because I couldn't get, they ex, they, they explain. The characters do a good thing and kind of go, well, surely this means that. And why would that happen? They kind of are the audience. But the problem is the film is right. just like doesn't give you the correct answer in that. How does that work? And surely just by doing a certain thing, you're changing time anyway. Yeah. yeah so if for me, there's a massive part that doesn't work. But you watch it and then we'll discuss that again. While we're talking about Amazon Prime, yesterday I watched the 2021 version of Cinderella. Ah, that has just been uploaded uh, on the second, I believe. Uh, I have Camilla Cabello, uh, Billy Porter, James Corden, Adina Manzel, Pierce Brosnan. I re- I read a bit of your review, which is on did the. You? Uh, yes, yes, I, did. I mean, if you want to know an actual in depth thing, you can go onto our um, uh, Tumblr. Yeah, uh, we, the link is in the link is in the description as well as all of our social medias to get an actual full in depth uh, jump into it. But I will give you a very quick overview <laughs> that it was terrible. It uh, was that was definitely so, the vibe I got from you. Oh, it was so terrible. <laughs> I watched it with my nine-year-old and she probably liked it. And that's fine. And I found out that Amanda watched it at work the same day. Okay. Um, she went to the care home, so they had it on, they just had the, it had it on the telly. It's not like she was meant to be doing something important and it was just like she was watching it the same. Um, yeah. she, she said she really liked it. And I was like, of course, of course she really liked it. It's a jukebox musical, but the worst kind of jukebox musical, where it's all modern garbage with the odd old-fashioned song in it. Yeah. Um, I, I I just hated it. I really hated it. There was the odd yeah. thing, like Adina Manzel, so Wicked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elsa. Yeah. Everything she sung yeah. was brilliant. She's yeah. a brilliant singer, and I liked the Prince's version of "Find Me Somebody to Love" by Queen. Those were good 
little moments. The problem is, this film wasn't Cinderella. Yeah. It's a, if you're going to literally take A Tale as Old as Time and remake it, at least make it honestly, or make the film you want to make and don't call it Cinderella. Because it had certain elements of Cinderella. There is no pumpkin in it. Okay. Spoiler, he doesn't put it on her foot again. This sounds kinky. Where did he put it? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, and, uh, Ella doesn't want to get married. She uh-huh. don't get married. She oh. travels the world. <laughs> okay. And the thing is, the thing you have to remember is, as we all know, the main story of Cinderella is a girl who just wants to open her own dress shop. That's definitely the story of Cinderella we all know, right? No. No, I, I think, hated it. I, think, I really I think hated it. Now. I think it is now. <laughs> I hated it. Oh, and dear. what I will say is, I do say in the, in the review as well, early on, that actually it's a very star-studded cast, and in their own right, they are all brilliant cast. Yeah. But in the film, as I, to quote my review, they must have all lost a bet. Oh. Because I just didn't like... I, I mean, I am the perfect audience for that film. Yeah. And I hate it. In much the same <laughs> way that you are the perfect audience for burlesque. You're doing really well. If you listen to our film reviews. I mean, if if you <laughs> like Cinderella, good for you. Wonderful. Someone has to make sure they get their money back. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just didn't. I was. I was already going into it going, I'm not going to like this. Because I was like, I've seen some of the clips in the music. I think when you cast your lead actress just because they are a popular like pop singer at the time. You've already gone wrong. Yeah. But no, get, get an actual proper in-depth thing. Go yeah, with yeah, my yeah. review, definitely. Um, uh, right. So the next thing I just want to bring up okay. is just because we do talk about it a lot. And we should yep. point out that the final season of The Walking Dead is back up and running. We're four episodes in now. Yeah. Did you watch it tonight before recording? I did. Uh, I personally wasn't a massive fan of this episode, to this week's episode. It wasn't the weakest episode in the series, though. Of this series? Are you sure? Yeah. yeah oh. oh, I would disagree on that one. Oh, really? For me, it was. I have found most time that Maggie's been on screen so dark. Oh, Except for when Negan's right. there. No, but yeah, but that, luckily, at the time, it is mostly Maggie and Negan. Yeah, true. And that I find quite interesting. Uh, so far, things I just want to comment very, very quickly as we go through. One. I didn't realise because I knew, and I, this is normally where Walking Dead either really thrives or it's just a boring sort of episode. When you've only got one of your main cast in the episode, yeah, it was just a Daryl episode. Yeah, but uh, his his lady love can't think what her character what's the character's name. I also can't remember what her name is. Well, the actress is Lynn Collins. She was. We saw her in one of the specials in season ten, uh, and she was brought back in this episode. And she's now a series regular. This was her first episode back, oh, so okay, she, cool. she's sticking around. Um, bad, considering she uh, was introduced in a episode that never had to exist. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I now, if again, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you'll know that there's a character I'm not a massive fan of. So I just, I'm just going to call it. I hope that Alden dies soon. <laughs> And they don't string it out for the entire season because it looks like that might be the way it goes. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah. Uh, so the last time we saw Maggie and Negan, 
they were alone together in a wood. So they're going to make love. I, I doubt it. Last time, well, that, when that happens in the comic, that's the last time we see Negan. That's the end of Negan. So I hope it's not. I, I hope saw it's not the an end of article Negan. lately. Yeah. That, um, Jeff Dean Morgan had been interviewed and had been asked about if he yeah, would do yeah. a spin off. And he yes. said, yes, he would. But only if Negan survives. Yes, because he doesn't he want to do the to next do... chapter. He doesn't want to do. Part he doesn't want to go back. No, exactly. and that makes perfectly logical sense. But we also know that he was basically shouting out online, going that he wanted a role in the boys, and I believe he's in the boys this next season. So, I'm not telling. But it will tell because if he's in the boys, he might not be in the rest of The Walking Dead and that's going to very upset me because he's my favourite character yeah, she, yeah you said that to me once or twice but I, I don't know if I agree because I think the fact that this is the last series and they've filmed it pretty much you know yeah but it's also an extra no it's still going on filming but, I, but it, it, there's no problem is I think if he is in the boys I still yeah I get that's a lot to take on but I think it's still perfect doable for him to be in both because oh, he is. I mean, it's the end, really. Even if he does get a spin-off, we do know that Christian Ceratus, who's definitely in The Walking Dead still, also is headlining her own series, and she's managed to be in both. So it's not. But normally, in the past, put it this way: a few years back, when it was announced that Sonequa Martin Green would be leading Star Trek Discovery, we all knew that Sasha was going. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I get your logic. <laughs> yeah, completely. Uh, um, but yeah, so it's interesting because it is the final season, so anything could happen. And there's a few characters who, yeah, to be honest, Negan could get off in the wood. Olden is in a bad way. To be honest, something freaky is going on with Gabriel. Gabriel, <laughs> a bit scary. Question. Yeah. Yes. First impressions. What do you think of Pope? Pope. Head of the Reapers. I don't have an opinion as yet. No. No, because why? Why do you really like him? Or... No, no, it's not. No, I don't have. I haven't. We haven't enough him to decide if I like him or dislike him. But they've definitely cemented him as like who he is as a character. Yes, he's, they have. He, he's got his own morals for why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, and they're they're like a family because forged in war. That's the element. Yes. Yeah, and behind to be honest, there is a point. Where he clearly doesn't trust someone and throws them into a fire. Yeah. That's well, but, yeah. The whole point is, he says you've got these scars on your back, so you were clearly running, not going away, not towards. Yeah, and we can't have that. I don't know at the moment because this is maybe my problem with this season. Yeah, I'm only interested in the Commonwealth. I want to know yeah, where that's I get going. That. I get that. And I like any time. It's not really. If it's not to do with Negan and it's not to do with the Commonwealth, I'm kind of a little bit. Yeah. When are we getting back to that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I say I watched this literally just before we came on. I started watching it about half nine, quarter to ten. Yeah. Because um, the man was at work. But I saw an I saw an article, literally the headline on my Google pages, yeah. um, which kind of gave something away before I knew what this episode was about. Yeah. But without actually giving, and it literally just said. Uh, the Walking Dead is repeating a Daryl storyline for like the fourth time, and it, about him being captured by the enemy and or not yeah. brainwashed but taken in. And I mean that where he gets dragged in, I was like, this is just the Saviour stuff all over again. And to be honest, it did strike me that we just need someone doing Easy Street. 
Honestly, <laughs> that entire sequence where they're dragging him in, I was singing it out loud to Amanda. <laughs> I was, yeah. Because it was. <laughs> yeah. it was exa- as soon as that's what was happening, I, re- I understood the headline of this title, uh, this uh, article. Um, I mean, I was interested to see what was happening. Um, I do think she's done very well because she was in that random episode. I mean, on one side, it's that thing. I don't. I like the episodes where you have all the regulars. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of also nice not to have Carol. I'm kind of so nice to not have Carol. Switched off from Carol a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still loving Walking Dead. I'm not bashing it. A lot of no. people have switched off from it. Uh, I think it's exciting. We're in the final season. Yeah, I'm like glad it. it's underway. I, I want to know where it's going. I kind of like the idea, as has always sort of been the case with Walking Dead, because it's the final season. Anyone could die. Yeah. Because it's not like they actually have to worry about keeping on them I on for a future season. I would really quite like to see them go really away from the comics. See, I don't know because I, like I... To keep saying them. like the Commonwealth is now there, yeah. but I don't want them to 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 tie up the same as the comics. Like, I don't know that time. Um, I'd like to see adult Judith. I'd that, like that to see that. Thing, yeah. Yeah. I just think I feel like there's, we just don't need. To... Right. So because I don't think I've seen, said this on podcast. We've talked about it in private and sometimes I get confused whether we were recording or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, as we get further into the Commonwealth in the comics uh, after. Well, not the after around the time that we meet. Pamela Milton, who is the head of the Commonwealth, yeah. who we know is played by Lela Robbins in the series. We just haven't met her yet. Um, there's a very important character who comes in, and that's our son, Sebastian, who in the comics. You right there? Yeah, sorry, there was a fly. OK. Um, there, Sebastian was brought into the comics to do one thing, and that was to kill Rick Rhymes. Yeah. Um, and then so Rick dies, and then a few issues later, the whole thing ended. Yeah. But now an interviewer asked Angela Kang, I think it was the the, the showrunner at the moment, about Pamela Milton. They talked about her, um, and then said, "So is there going to be, you know, is there a, does she have a son?" Um, and Angela Kang was yes, and you're going to meet the son first. Now, obviously, knowing that in the comic what Sebastian's destiny is, yeah, there is no Rick Grimes, no? Uh, unless they actually do genuinely bring him back. Which they might, they might. Um, they could do for the finale, and I reckon Andrew Lincoln would probably come back for the finale. I should imagine. Although, will that differ from his films that we've still not got anything of? Uh, you know, it's that kind of, we were meant to get three of those. Are we still getting three of those? <laughs> I reckon we won't. No. We I reckon one? we might get something, but we won't we'll get, get one, I think. Three uh, felt a bit eager back then. Everything's about trilogies nowadays. I think that's what they were thinking. Um, but, right, so, if not, if Sebastian is going to kill someone, if that's his destiny, that he has to kill someone, yeah. who's going to get that bullet? It's not going to be Daryl, because Daryl's definitely getting his own spin-off series. Yeah. Unless it was a lie. <laughs> but it's quite a big Which lie. I'm still, I, that's what I'm calling that. The Daryl Carroll series is one big bluff. To make I would actually be quite happy with that. To, to make you think they're both safe. Because from a marketing point of view, it 
it's very clever. It's very clever. It is clever. There's nothing worse than going into a big final season going, well, they have to survive. I think, because, right, so obviously, in the comics, Rick dies, but then it's it's Carl you watch. Yeah. Carl's the one who goes forward and is the one you see adult. So in replacement of Carl, you have to look at Judith. Judith, yeah, you've got Uncle Daryl, so you could kind of go, right, Daryl could get that death if the spin-off is a lie. But again, this is this is actually a positive thing because I don't want Negan to die too soon. But maybe Negan's like the other closest one yeah. to Judith. So I'm kind of wondering whether Negan will end up getting the Rick Grimes death. Maybe. Or will nobody get the Rick? And there just won't be a Rick Grimes death. Well, time will tell. Time will tell. And we've got season four to take you through it. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Yeah. Although, from my understanding, season eleven might last longer than season four of our podcast. So, but we'll, we'll take you through some of it. <laughs> what minis are for? That is what minis for, and also season five, because I think it will still be going. <laughs> Seven and eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right. I, I think we should probably look at wrap it up. As I this think is so. Going to be nearly two hours long. Yeah, but there's there's stuff. Oh, hey, there's still stuff. There's, there, stuff. there's stuff to take out, and also some of that's for the lovely patrons of course yeah yeah and obviously if you want to become a patron the best place to find the link to that is down below in the link tree which tree is links. all of our social medias which is our patreon our instagram our tumblr other platforms you can get the podcast through in case one isn't enough for you yeah and our twitter which is at the manic with two m's very <laughs> important now Thank you for listening. Season four should be a lot of fun. Generally, uh, we hope you enjoy it as much as we're going to enjoy it. We're going to enjoy it. Yeah. We've, we've decided. Going, we've decided. Made a executive decision. Yes. That we are going to enjoy it every second of it. It's in the minutes of a committee meeting. It's true. <laughs> we're it's definitely true. going to enjoy it. There are trustees who are relying on us enjoying this. Yeah, they're trusting. They're trusting in us. They're trusting that we're going to enjoy they it. They mistrust it. Yeah. Otherwise, they're mistrustees. Mm. Um, but anyway, before we start making more words up, I know. Um, if this is your first listen to the to, to the manic, well, hello, welcome. Maybe listen to the first three seasons as well. Yeah, listen, listen to all that. But if this is your first episode, or if it's not, tell you what to do when you give it a listen on hopefully the day of release because you're so eager to listen to it. Maybe drop Liam a little tweet saying happy birthday because happy birthday, best mate. We'll ignore the fact that I'm getting older and my body's starting to fail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. A nice upbeat song. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the link to all of our socials and the Patreon will be down below if you just click on. Thank you for listening. Drop us a follow, a subscription, and whatever device you're listening on. And, Tobias, I think it's time for the first time in season four to say goodbye. Go forth, my lovely friends. Go forth. Wow. Go forth. Stay safe and stay manic. <laughs>